Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on I'm this. <laughs> people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. What is up, everybody? So excited to be hanging out with y'all this weekend. It's a good one. But if you want to hear my hot takes, you got to go to part one of the best bits because this right here is just the bits. I'm going to break them down and I know you got to catch up and hear what happened on the show this week. But more importantly, you need to hear the conversation I had with Mike D this weekend because we shared some shows that we've been to recently that were awesome and insane and we want you to go and see them but also i talked about the after party and after after party i attended after the morgan wallen concert a wild night in nashville for me on top of that we shared the eras of life we're in right now some show recommendations and our favorite movie or tv show that involves a country star so lots of things over there before we dive into best bits just go check it out give it a chance maybe you never have but if you haven't please go listen. I think you'll enjoy it and it'll be a great time. And then you can catch up on all the bits. For all of you who've already listened to part one, here we go. Ashley Cook and Chapel Hart stopped by the show this week. It was International Women's Day and they both performed some epic songs that were really awesome to hear. But not only that, they talked about their careers, how they got started. And it was just fun to hear from both of them on a really powerful day for women. So be sure to not only hear these interviews right now, but go to YouTube on our Bobby Bone Show page and you can see their performances. Number seven. About 60 seconds away from Ashley Cook here as she's setting up in the studio. But today is International Women's Day. Tonight at 5 p.m. local time, Amy's hosting a Women of iHeart Country one-hour special. You can listen here or on the iHeart Radio app. So we thought, let's bring in some awesome women to just play music or talk about their life, which we try to do a lot anyway. But today, you know, we nailed it. 8 p.m. local time tonight. Also, it's iHeartRadio See Her, Hear Her, celebrating women in music on iHeartRadio's Facebook and YouTube. For more info, go to iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day. But okay, let's do this. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. I've known Ashley Cook for a little bit now. Like, she first came and was like, hey, she's awesome. She was on TikTok, and she was just killing it on TikTok. And now she put out this song called It's Been a Year That Is So Good. I was like, who sings this? Because this song is so good. And it was Ashley. Here's a clip. It's been a year. And I ain't saying it ain't been. 
She's from Florida. She loves Jeep. She Jeeps. I guess not just one Jeep. She loves Jeeps. Yeah, right, Ashley? And then, you know, she started on TikTok, but man, has she blown up from that. Here she is, Ashley Cook. Let's go. On the Bobby Bones Show now, Ashley Cook. Ashley, how are you? Doing so good. How are you? It's been a little bit. A few months since I've seen you? A couple months, I think. Maybe longer. Did you go out with Cole Swindell for a while? I did. How Twice. was that tour? It was absolutely amazing. Both times. Twice? Yeah. I started out as the first of three, like the first of the three acts and then the second time I went as his direct support so come on that's awesome it's yeah. darker when you get to play I know. yes it? I know that's it's the like, best part it's finally like, nighttime you I get know. to play at night I know so how's Cole's catering on tour pretty good pretty good could use some work you, <laughs> you let me know I'll tell them what we need fixed I know. here like sorry Cole no it's really really great honestly mm-hmm. it was good food healthy wanna, food which was needed I want to play a little clip here Ray would you play a little bit of uh, it's been a year just from the studio version it's been a year And I ain't saying it ain't been a good one You know, it's funny, Ashley. I heard the song come on. I don't even know what town I was in, but I was just flipping through, and I heard it come on. And I didn't know this was your song, and I was like, dang, this song's a really good song. Let me see what's up. And then I listened to it more, and I was like, oh, that's Ashley. Yeah. It's a really good song. Thank you. I Not that I didn't that. expect that, because I've known you for a little yeah, bit Yeah, I'm now. like, thanks, Bobby. No, no <laughs> but I hadn't ever heard this song, like, studio version on it's so good thank and you you wrote this too huh i did so when yeah. you go in let me ask you when you go in like where did it come from like what what was you guys are sitting in a room going oh man this has been crazy well it's funny because the day that i wrote this song i was on the way to a writing session and my mom called me and said that my grandma has cancer again and i walk in the room and i'm, I'm realizing that it, it had been exactly 365 days to the week since i had seen my grandma last and I walk in the room and I'm trying to kind of put that behind me and not really think about it. Just write a different song for the album, whatever. And the guy in the room, Brett Tyler, one of my co-writers, said, I have this idea for a song called It's Been a Year. I was like, OK, this is too much of a coincidence. We have to write the song because it's like too weird. Right. And he thought it was like a breakup song idea. And I was like, no, man, it's not. It's, it's something about life. And also the last year of my life has been the craziest year of my entire world. And so I was like, we have to write this and kind of recap what I've been through and talk about it and just kind of get it out. And the craziest part is the day that this song was released, my grandma was declared in remission from cancer. Mm. So super, super weird, full circle moment. And honestly, I, I never expected this song to be the one people unbelievably related to. And they did. And it was like number seventh most used song on Instagram. Just nuts. People using this song and relating to it. So I'm, I'm honored and it's cool. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, why do I like this? Because I, I, get, I get a bit jaded around all music all the time. I was like, why do I like this song so much? And it definitely was a very personal song. First of all, it sounds great, and the you know the, the hook is great, and everything about a song. But it was, I learned about you, and I also related to it at the same time. Like you hit that that all three, all three points, and is it's awesome. So I, I think what Thank we'll you. do is let's let's play it. Yeah, I know you guys are ready. You and your your guy Chauncey's here. Your guy, your guitar player. I should say yeah, that. yeah. Chauncey. Chauncey just had a baby. He did. Nice like, job. And I asked him before we went on the air. He knew it was coming, right? And he said yes. He knew it was coming. It's like now nah, it was a stork, but. Here is <laughs> Ashley Cook with her new song, It's Been a Year. Come on, <laughs> Ashley Cook. You sound great. That's Thank awesome. You so much. Just so Thank I can you. set the scene. So Ashley's got her uh, lighter colored uh, guitar and Chauncey's ro- rocking the dark wood guitar. 100%. They're both playing. I just want to make sure to highlight that Ashley's also playing and singing as well. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you a, 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 a what kind of weird compliment here. You're not the... The, the girl from TikTok to me anymore. Thank you. Know? You know, because I, I, I know that's got to be an awesome way. And I know for you, that was a big part of your early part of Nashville. 
And that's how I knew you to begin with. Yeah. But I don't even think about you like that anymore. Like you have just, you know, graduated. You know, I went from Cole's opening act to his middle act. Yeah. Like to me, you've taken that step. And I'm, I'm glad you're still using it and doing it because you should. But it's it's really cool to see you go from, oh, yeah, she's big on TikTok to like, no, she's just awesome now. Thank so, you so yeah, much. Congratulations. That means a lot. You that's, know, TikTok and social media has been the most amazing thing for young new artists like myself. But thank you. I mean, that's that's the goal. So thank you. What do you think, Amy? I mean, I was just thinking effortless. Like the whole time she's singing and she makes it just like she's just casually up there and sounding so beautiful. And I'm wondering like how many people hear that song and instantly think, who should I call right now? What trip should I book right now? And with you having a busy, your career's taking off. So it's only probably, it's going to get busier and busier. Do you have now busier. a goal to like make sure you do certain things that don't end up 365? You know, this year, my word was balance. That's what I chose for this year because last year I just, you know, like the song, I put my head down and grinded. So I think it's important to figure out times that I can, you know, have times with the band to just laugh and have a good time and, and take trips with my sister like I just did this past week to Miami just to kind of debrief and really do all of that. So, yeah, this year is going to be crazy, but it's important to, to make sure that I balance. <laughs> no balance, Ashley, I'm telling you. <laughs> Not right now. You're killing it. You're, <laughs> you're going you. too hard. You work so hard to be able to work even harder, and that's the coolest thing. And it's going to be crazy. Thanks. And it's only going to get crazier and you worked hard to be able to work so hard. You're going to get so tired because you're going to get dragged in every direction. And you just look in the mirror and go, I worked so hard to be able to work this hard. That's I what I have that. to do sometimes. It's like, I just get exhausted flying around, doing crap shows, uh, good stuff. But I just am so tired sometimes. Yeah. And I have to look, look at myself and go, you know what? You wanted this and you're now in the position where you're doing it. So yeah, you worked really hard to be able to have the opportunity to be this tired. So remember that. So true. How do you not get sick though? That's the question. Great point. <laughs> Great question. A couple things. One, if I go, if I fly for a long time, I drink a lot, lot, lot of water. It's the basic stuff. It's just sleeping water, but you can't always get sleep because obviously you're flying, you're traveling. Um, and then if I go to places like Colorado, I get the IVs, yeah. you know, it's just always managing it. I worry about my throat, my nose and all that stuff all the time. And so food is just, a, it's really just the fundamental stuff that we forget sometimes because we're so busy. Yeah. I think you got a good career. That's it. Oh, she doesn't have to eat right. Hey, thanks. Hey, you eat, eat right, you got five more hit songs in you. I know. I'm like, drinking water-wise, the band might kill me for stopping to pee a million times on the road. Well, that so is the bad we'll part see. about it is yeah. having to always pee. I know. Let me ask you this, and because we didn't talk about it before. We can do a whole other segment. Do you want to play another, any other song at all? Do you guys know any more, or just that one? Is that the only one you know? <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. What? You can have a break. We'll take a little break. Do you want to play another one? Or, or? I'm so down. Let's okay. do it. So let's do this. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Ashley Cook. We'd only plan one segment, but sometimes... You're just like, let's keep going. Let's go. On the Bobby Bones Show now, Ashley Cook. You still drive a Jeep? I do. I just actually just got a new one. Nice. I'm kind of mad, though, because it's it's stock right now, and I want to lift it so bad. But, I just but then you have to time. give it up for a little bit to lift it. But you if do. you're on the road, you could probably... That's what I'm saying. I might just, like, drop it off for, like, four yeah. days, get it lifted. I hate it being stock. And my Bronco that's out there, did you see it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. It's, in, it's out in the garage. It's lifted, and it's hard for me to get in. It's even harder for my wife to get in. Now, yeah. Do you want it that tall? I don't know. I want like a 3.75. I don't lift. know what that means. I know nothing. I know <laughs> like, do you know how high your, Google. your no, rubber's I, I know lifted? nothing. I literally know nothing. <laughs> so yeah. mine always was 3.75 because it's like parking garages with the four inch lift is too high. So like right under that, you can get in most like city parking garages. So wait, you had a Jeep that was just low enough to get in parking garages. Correct. Do your research, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> you know, I didn't research how tall was Ashley's Jeep. Do you do the duck thing? Oh, yeah. Actually, so it's fun now. At shows, people have started to bring me rubber ducks with, like, the Sharpie of what show they were at. It's, like, become, like, a fan That's thing. That's cool. Yeah, Until they throw them at you. I mean, honestly, we're not at that point, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens. Uh, Ashley Cook is here. It's International Women's Day, and 
they were like, who do you want to bring up and celebrate? And you were the first person I thought of. Thank you so much. Because it's just been really cool to watch you turn into a little superstar here. So what do you want to do? Do another song. Okay. Well, this is on the fly, but I think we're going to do a song called Getting Into. It's kind of about like what it's like to date me, if you will. <laughs> here we go. That uh, feels weird. Uh, feel like, <laughs> I mean, I was, all right. Always like, oh, another song? No, all right. Here you go, Ashley. Nice job, Ashley. Woo-hoo! Good studio. Thank you so much. So that song's about dating you, as you said. You do a lot of Q&As on your Instagram. How many of the questions are, are you still single? Constantly. All? Constantly. Do you just ignore them? Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like, you know, because of social media and just my life being so, like, public now, it's good to keep some things private, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. Here come the questions from Bobby about who I'm dating. Let's go. Not even going to do it. (laughs) I love that. You're going out with Brett Young on his tour. You're on that, what is that called? 5-4 Tour 2-2? I don't, see, it's all weird. (laughs) We say it wrong every time. I think it's 5 Tour tour, 3-2-1. Yeah, 5 Tour 3-2-1. Say this to him when you see him next time. That's a terrible name for a tour. Because it's, I just try to, it's just hard to Is he I counting down? I don't know what's going yeah. on well, here. Right. That one song of his, the five, four, three, two. Yeah. It's that. And call it's it that. Five, four, three, two, one tour. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Five, tour, three, two. It's a I'll play on. No, I get it. It's too many syllables, too. <laughs> I'll tell him. So Bobby How... hates your tour name, Brett. Yes, Change yes. It. <laughs> How's his catering? Probably not as good as Cole. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're all pretty good. No, who's better at Cole or Brett's food? Probably Cole. I'd say Cole. I don't know, Chance. What do you think? He's been on the road with us. Luke, honestly, okay. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan's oh, yeah. catering. He's like, <laughs> top notch. a good answer because you should say Brett because you're on it, but Cole because that's honest. But Luke is the good answer because you know his is the biggest. And the we're best. also touring with Luke, too. Yeah. So we're kind of, you know. Luke's a good dude. He'd understand. Yeah. He'd be like, my Ashley, you don't like my turkey or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so He'd I got a couple it. other things here for you. Uh, Lunchbox does a crossword puzzle every time an artist performs because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know where to look or how to react. Yeah. So Are you doing a crossword right now as we speak? 100%. You Love wanna, that. You want to give her one? Yeah. I mean, I wish we could have got this sooner because I'm getting timed and I'm running out of time here. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 25 across. Long lock of hair. It's a five-letter word, and it starts with a T. Long lock of hair. A, long, a T? Are you sure it starts with a T? A long? Yeah, yeah, that T may be wrong. Ta- ta- no, that's ta- right. T A S S L E. That's six. A long lock of hair. I says long lock of hair. Twenty five across. It starts with a T. Yeah, be sure to tell us twenty five across. Is it strand? Are we sure the T's right? Yeah, because twenty five down is bed size and it's twin. Okay. T tassel. Like uh, tangle. T- oh, tangle. T a n g l. That's still six. Hair. I don't know anything about hair. Um, I long lock. Tre- try. I think extension. Tress. A what? Tress. How you spell that? T r e s s. That's it. Is that a long lock? Oh, of hair? Wow. I don't know what that is. How yes. the heck? It's pretty good at vocabulary back in the day. I don't even know that word. Neither I do I. That's why I, I, I was struggling. I was stuck. Also, some of Ashley's team knew that too. I saw them raise their arms up when I said, so it's not, okay. They're screaming. They're like, Tress, guys, Tress. Wow. Okay, Ashley, okay. so what do you do the rest of the day? Like, it's, it's early now. It's morning. Yeah. So what do you do now the rest of the day? I'm, uh, I'm going to go run some songs for C to C. I'm doing this like European festival, UK festival. What's that mean, run some songs? Like play down some songs. Just like run. Yeah, play down. Don't You got to like, keep going. play <laughs> the guitar and sing some songs. Got it. <laughs> Plan Got out it. what we're going to do, how we're going to do them, stuff like that. Your biggest hero in life is your? Oh, my mom. I'm going to be basic and say it. Okay. Well, if it's true. I mean, yeah. it is true. She's incredible. The most amazing woman. Your favorite dessert is? Key lime pie. Really? 100%. No doubt. That came off quicker than your mom. <laughs> You're like, key lime pie. Yep. Uh, one, one final thing I'll ask you about. It said 
you lived in like 19 homes before you were 18 years old. Yeah. Why did you move around so much? I got into music really young and my dad's job, he was a corporate guy, so I traveled around for that. My sister was in acting when I was a kid, so it was kind of drug along as like the little sister in the audition rooms. I was kind of always around entertainment, but we just moved around a what, lot. What skill did that give you now as an adult? I think people skills, honestly. I feel like I just like to talk to people and meet people and I, I can talk to a brick wall and I think that's something that most kids don't really get. You know, brick walls, to. Good, good brick walls to talk to. Good brick walls. I didn't yeah, get for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also just like being okay in unfamiliar places, feeling comfortable and at home on the road because yeah, I was on the road as a kid. You know. You guys can follow Ashley on Instagram or TikTok. The Ashley Cook and Ashley E Y or all Ashley's E Y or some just Y E I G H's. There's double E's. There's all different kinds. But the Ashley Cook. Um, great job. It's awesome. It's great to see you again. You too. Just killing it. Congrats on being a dad. Not you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats on being a dad. Have you seen the baby yet? Or have you been gone for three days? Can you imagine? He hadn't seen the baby yet. <laughs> oh my God. He's gonna, Chauncey's going to leave here and go see the baby for the first time. Um, no. Great job. You guys go check out Ashley Cook. She'll be on the road with Brett and then Luke. She's going to be uh, in the UK in March 10th. And, dang, that's coming up. Dang, that's like a couple days. It's like this week. Yeah, you're going right away. Yeah. All right, Ashley, great to see you. There she is. Ashley, Thanks so much, Bobby. Thank you guys so much. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Man, these guys, they're awesome. Chapel Heart. It's two sisters and a cousin, and they're so funny. They're such good singers. Maybe you saw them on America's Got Talent. They went on that show, but they, I mean, they've been doing this for a long time. They went on that show and did this song, You Can Have Them, Jolene. They're three of 108 grandchildren. It's crazy. Think about that. So it's International Women's Day, and... I've had them on the Bobbycast. I wanted to bring them in today because of International Women's Day and kind of highlight them. And tonight at 5 p.m. local time, Amy's hosting a Women of Iowa Country one-hour special. You can listen here or on the iHeartRadio app. And 8 p.m. local time, it's iHeartRadio's See Her, Hear Her, celebrating women in music on iHeartRadio's Facebook and YouTube. So uh, more information, iHeartRadio.com slash Women's Day. But I'd have brought them in even if it wasn't International Women's Day. They have a song with Darius Rucker. It's Chapel Heart with Darius, Old Church Hymn. They were like singing on sidewalks and they got a great story. And here they are, Chapel Heart. Let's go. On the Bobby Bones Show now, Chapel Heart. How are we doing, guys? Everybody good? Doing good. good. You guys always you bring a little energy. And by a you little, know. Uh, by a little, I mean a whole lot. There you go. <laughs> uh, today is International Women's Day. And we were talking, because every year I like to bring in female artists that, man, I think are kind of just changing everything for the good. Oh, and you, oh. you guys know I'm a big fan of you guys. That's oh. right. And so Chapel Har is here, and we're going to perform in a second, but I want to go and do some basics with people maybe that are being introduced to you for the first time, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. So just humor me here. Um, <laughs> Danica, introduce yourself, and, and who else is in the band with you? Hello, I am Danica, and uh, this is my sister, Devin, and this is our first cousin, Tree, and we're Chapel Heart. Yeah, oh, see? is that what that I was? That's it. I just wanted you to be like, that's me, my sister, my cousin. You guys have been together for how long? Um... Five years. Next month makes five years. Well, this month this makes month five, five years. For all three yes. or for two? Oh, for all it. three. For all three. Uh-huh. Yes. It became official in 2018. And Chapel Heart is named after what? So our um, hometown is Poplarville, Mississippi. And inside of Poplarville, there's a community called uh, Derby. And inside of Derby, there's another community called Hearts Chapel. And Hearts Chapel is like where we grew up. And so we just kind of took that bad boy, flipped it, and... 
reversed it and came home. <laughs> it's the philosophy for me, okay? Mm-hmm. The thing down, flipped it, and reversed mm-hmm. it. Early this morning, early, early. <laughs> you, 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 you guys were setting up, and so they, they look much better now. But we all look a little rough this morning. And introduce you to your two friends here. Well, today we are They're joined not our by my oldest son, Nick. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Nick Nikes on yes. guitar. And this is my son, Darian Hodge. <laughs> we bonded over how much it sucks to wake up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They yes. were up doing the work, and I was back here, and I was like, yeah, it never gets easier. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, I do want to talk about you guys, but I would like our audience to hear you guys perform so they know just what they're in, in, in for here. So what are we going to do? What song are we doing here? Okay, so today we're doing our current single, Glory Days, and um, it's also uh, the tour that we're on, our first headlining tour. And um, we are truly living right smack dab in the middle of our Glory Days, I think. And so I think it's fun every time we do it. So It's good you know that. Most people myself included sometimes you go dang that was that was it that was when it was awesome right you know you're in it right now look at you guys being all advanced with your mental health we had enough we had enough older people be like this is it you better take it in (laughs) you just started listening after a while the glory days this is it (laughs) all right glory days here they are chapel heart chapel heart nice job guys looking as you guys were singing because i wanted to see um how the, the, the Jolene, you can have him, Jolene. I, was, I wanted to see how it was doing because since last time I talked, it's got like almost 3 million views now on YouTube. Yeah! Oh, like, really? I just was like, oh, let me check real quick while they're singing. What? I mean, that song is still being like watched and streamed like crazy. Like it's still, it's still kind of, it's kind of hard to take in and it's still so surprising because like we'll go to shows and there'll be people from like five-year-olds to 85-year-olds singing every word to You Can Have Them, Jolene. Like, and how do you know this? I still feel like <laughs> we're not quite used to that yet. Oh, man. And it's, but it's been pretty amazing. I guess people are liking it. Was the first time you guys played that on AGT? Like 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 on a public situation? Um, I mean, AGT is probably the biggest that like we performed did you have, it But on. I guess they didn't have it recorded. It was online anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was. That's yeah. the first time I saw it was when it went viral. And I think I'd, I saw you guys at a boxing thing. So I, <laughs> right. you guys were singing the national anthem at a boxing. I told you the story when we were together. I saw them singing. I was like, oh, wow, they're really good. And then the first time I saw Jolene was when you guys were performing at AGT, which is probably how... Most, Most America was like, introduced yeah. to you because they didn't go to a boxing match like I did <laughs> and have you sing the national anthem. But so that one, though, is just killing it. And I would imagine there's, oh, man, when something goes viral, that's got to be so weird. And that everybody, like yeah, it doesn't matter, man, woman, old, young, everybody has seen it. It's uh, still kind of weird because I think before, like, we've had, like, a couple songs that went bacterial. It wasn't quite viral, but it <laughs> spread a little bit. But like... Like antibiotics could have got rid of those songs, but viral, yeah. right, right, right. You're going to have to work to get rid of this one. But yeah, we'll go places and like sometimes people will be like, ah, oh, it's the Jolene girl. Yeah. Or they'll be like, y'all look like those girls that were on AGT, really? And right, so sometimes no. we're like, who are those? Oh, they must be cute. And it's crazy, and it's crazy because this song had like life a year before that. And so we'd been out mm. playing it for like a year. Isn't but that crazy? It's, it's like an overnight success that took years to make that just that song yes. not even you guys just the song right and it just shows you how you can have it craft it work it but it just takes some little spark from some mm-hmm. other yes. side just mm-hmm. to expose it. it it didn't make it any better or worse right it That's just exactly right got more eyeballs and more ears on it did you guys get to meet dolly 
No. Not yet. Okay, you still haven't think, yet. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't think we're. I, just, I, don't, I don't know I'm, if we're, we're ready. Not yeah. ready. We're I said, not I'm ready. a whole lot of woman to get up off the ground. I was like, y'all can't. Don't surprise me. Do not surprise me with Dolly, okay? Like, you got to let me know in advance. I get yeah. nervous and clammy just thinking about yeah. it. Danica, did you have vocal surgery? I did. How did it go? November. I mean, my doctor, I knew it was good when I was at my week. Uh, Devin, why are you looking at me like she's up to something? <laughs> because, no, I, listen, that that surgery was the best two weeks of my life. This <laughs> girl could not talk. And the devil I is busy this morning, so okay? No, it, was, Lord, it was the most peaceful life. life. She couldn't like, call they me were mean. And it 45 was like, times a day. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine, I'm still missing Imagine just FaceTiming her and her looking like, now you know I can't say nothing. It's no, it's a beautiful but, feeling. So it's good for you too. But how, yeah. how about you, Danica? <laughs> Thank you. When they cut into your throat, yeah. right? As, as I was laying on the bed, um, but I knew it. Uh, my week post op, I went to go see him, and he looked and he said, oh, and then like my heart just dropped. And he said, "Man, that is beautiful." I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> and so it was it was a fast recovery, and um, I you know, and and I just. I'm so blessed to be able to do this 60 plus date tour yeah. and, um, and, and to, to night after night still, you know, feel great because right smack dab in the middle of AGT was kind of when it was the worst. So we were competing and I was barely being able to talk. Mm. And so is it hard to push hard the first time? Are you scared because you just went through something? I would think it would be like a leg injury. Like, oh man, I don't want to cut on it. Cause I've been through surgery with it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, that was it. That was it. That was it. You got a little, so little it was, harder I was each time. nervous, and then like you know, once we once we got it on the interstate, it was like, oh, so I was good. You guys go to chapelheart.com. Um, you guys are all over the place, obviously. Like you mentioned, you have so many shows. I'm looking at the list here, all the way to July. When you guys go back home, to Mississippi, are those shows big. Like, do they support? Oh they come gosh. out good. Mississippi no. and Louisiana. Miss- oh, so yeah, Mississippi and Louisiana shows are nuts. Like, they drive from all parts of the state. Yeah, and it is a big freaking family reunion every time it is the best i saw your three of 108 grandchildren uh-huh yeah how does your grandma or grandpa know how and who and i don't even know 108 people now listen <laughs> first of all i made the like horrible mistake of asking grandma when i was about nine i was like how was it having 17 kids and i meant like emotionally mm. and she said well after nine they just walked out <laughs> <laughs> oh, grandma <laughs> wait she actually physically birthed 17 oh yes yes Had 17 no individuals Births. No twins, no, no triplets, oh. and of the one hundred and of the one hundred and eight grandkids, there's only one set of twins. Yeah. yeah. So God said, "Be, be fruitful and multiply," and they yeah. said, "Oh, is that a challenge?" <laughs> Come on, I accept your challenge. Wow. Yes. I accept. That's twenty years of her life. Wow, pregnant. pregnant yeah. About, Every, you know, I mean, you know, I but basically, because there there's some time when you can't be pregnant, and some of the kids were pregnant at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. So wait, say that again. So there were times <laughs> that my grandma and some of her kids were pregnant at the same time because our youngest. This aunt is younger than our oldest cousin, which is weird. <laughs> so, it's strange. Like. So what was her, how how old was she when she had her oldest pregnancy? I think 15, if I, if no, I remember That's the correct. youngest. Yes. So how old was she when she gave birth to the 17 The 15 plus 17. 45. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not probably sure. Probably how 40, old is it? Like 7, 48, Because oh, so, okay. yeah. Rosie is only like 11 years older than me. Or maybe like that. That's crazy. <laughs> So, That's I mean, weird. it just, it's a ton of us. Mm-hmm. She's bet, a baby making machine, okay? Like, that's what she was supposed to do. Because I can't imagine no, we, doing yeah, it. We come from some fertile myrtles, y'all. Y'all yeah. better be careful. Even our, all of our, like, aunts and uncles, they have I'm at so, least 
Look, I'm so, dramatic. I'm so dramatic. Yeah. After one, I'm going to retirement, okay? Like, that's it. I'm packing up and leaving, okay? <laughs> so uh, it's chapelheart.com. C-H-A-P-E-L. Heart. But H-A-R-T. I would imagine that's a constant misspelling. Yeah. 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 It's but understandable. it's okay because we own both domains. You so, do? Great. Yeah. It'll you spell it wrong. It'll send you to the right place. Smart. Chapelheart.com. International Women's Day. I, w- I do want to ask you this final question. Like, who have been some other women in this industry that have said, Hey, we're here for you if you need us. Oh, I'm gonna start this thing off. Yes, Gretchen Wilson. We um we got a chance to meet her for my birthday. What was that last year? Mm-hmm. We met her before that, but this is Dev, the highlight of Dev. Yeah, I just have to life. put that out there. there you go. Um, but yes, yeah, she was super. She. <laughs> Her heart she, just fell on the ground. Yeah. She um she heard a couple of interviews that we had done, and we mentioned her and how she was one of our inspirations. And so she reached out. She had her people reach out. And she was like, I just want to get to meet you ladies. And so we did a Zoom with her. And she was just super, super sweet to us. And she was like, I appreciate you guys, you know, m- even mentioning me in any of your interviews because it's been a while since anyone had done yeah. that. But. She's one of them. Yeah, Tanya Tucker. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait until the meeting. It's a, I feel like it's going to be hot mess express right on contact, okay? Well, cause I'm like, excited. Because t- Tanya sent us, she sent us like a special message before our finale performance for AGT. This is why we cried during the entire performance. Yeah, and nobody there, told us. was like, that was terrible, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> like, don't watch the videos. You don't yeah, watch the emotional videos. Nobody told us yeah. not to watch nobody the videos until Luckily, afterwards. When I did Dancing with the Stars, we had that week where they were like, it's an emotional week and people and, and my partner was like don't even look up don't yeah. look up and close your ears because it's going to make you emotional that you can't perform your best we yeah. missed that whole little after we walked off he said I was like well we watched the video he said no you're never supposed to watch the video I was like that would have been good before going on the stage not coming up so well I, listen you guys are it's just so much fun to have and I hope people go watch you live you know they started you guys were just singing on the sidewalk yeah, that's it. For hours yeah, at a time. The, on the streets. Dev. Street workers. Dev, you, no, we were not street workers. We worked on the streets. There's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely big difference. All right, you guys, go to chapelheart.com, get tickets to the show, and thank you guys for coming in. Boys, we were all up here grinding out this morning. You know, they're probably sleeping in their comfy beds. You know, you know who's up doing the work? Us. But they're, they're the talented ones. They get to do that, right? Welcome to Women's That's right. Market. That's right. All right. There they are. Chapel Heart, everybody. Nice job, guys. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Y'all love the Spill the Tea segment. We had some piping hot tea on the show this week. None other than Eddie spilled the tea on none other than Lunchbox. And I say it that way because it is always these two smelling tea on each other. And it happened again this week, and something happened in the bathroom. A lot of these have been involving the bathroom lately. I don't know what's going on in the men's bathroom, but apparently we got a lot of problems at the studio. Number six. All right, tattletale time. It's our segment called Spill the Tea. Let's spill the tea. It's just somebody wanted to tell on somebody else. Which also means somebody probably didn't have a lot to talk about on the show, so they just sent a note going, I'd like to tell on somebody. I feel like you guys hold these in your back pocket until you don't have any, like, prep. No, sometimes it's valid. Like, when I had to talk about Lunchbox's wife coming to the sales event, that was sort of a, he. nobody else was bringing it up, and I was like, why is no one talking about this? Good point. That, one, so, that was timely. Right. That was the last person that spilled the tea was Amy, mm-hmm. because Lunchbox brought his wife to an event with no, there were no wives, no partners. There was no plus ones. It was all a business with clients, mm-hmm. like spending 45 minutes with clients, and then Lunchbox shows up. They couldn't even sit together. Well, I went to my table, there was a husband and wife. Who's they that? They were the clients. They were the clients. <laughs> 
<laughs> they weren't the pe- stop. Okay. Are you spilling the tea today? Am I? Are you? No. no. Okay, it's not Amy. I get nervous though. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Lunchbox, are you spilling the tea today? Nah, I didn't make any tea today. Okay. Nothing brewing over here. This has got to be Eddie. Eddie, you spilling the tea today? Oh, I got tea. It's Eddie, everybody. Okay. All right, Eddie, let's oh, spill some tea, go. baby. Guys, I'll just get right to it. Lunchbox broke the soap dispenser in the bathroom. What do you mean? I was walking in the restroom, and I hear a bang. Like, what's going on in there? And I open the door, and in his hand, Lunchbox is in there with a soap dispenser. <laughs> and it's hand. off the wall, ripped off the wall. It's like you walk in, and somebody's got a knife in their hand. they just been stabbed exactly. someone. Exactly. Like, they're like, oh. And that's how I acted. I'm like, what happened? And he just put it down and walked away. Well, it's especially weird because he doesn't use soap. Exactly. Wait a minute. There's a new wrinkle. He doesn't <laughs> wash his hands. He really doesn't. So which made it a lot weirder. So you broke the soap dispenser, and they just threw it down and walked out? I wouldn't say I threw it down. It's sitting on the counter, just hanging out. How, well, how'd you break it? I was just looking at it. I was like, man, I, was, I don't know how sturdy this thing is. But well, you tested the sturdiness of the soap dispenser. <laughs> yeah. Why? It just, I was like, this thing looks kind of cheap. For a nice office building that we have, looks kind of cheap. Let me see like, if it's So real. you tried to break it? No, I just... I. He's like a toddler. I just... Wah, and it snapped right off the wall. I was like, well, that wasn't very sturdy. And, and then when Eddie walks in, you go... He said something, and I was like... I'm like, I didn't hear him. Just put it down and walk out. Just ignore him. It's still broken. It's still off the wall. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I literally just grabbed it like this. But it's not it, supposed to be sturdy. You're not supposed to pull it. Why, just, why would you even think of testing it? I yeah. don't know. You don't ever test the sturdiness of things? He must I guess things that like, I'd need to be sturdy and things that I own and that if they're not sturdy, maybe it kills me. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. But no, I've never just seen a soap dispenser on a wall and been like, ever. let's see how strong that is. Like it looked, I was like, man, it looks kind of weak. So I mean, I was kind of weak. Came right off the wall. So now, so what do we do, Scuba? Because we got to get it fixed. Because we need soap. I had to go to the kitchen sink to wash my hands. Oh, that's what we all have to do now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> I saw that too myself a couple of days ago, and I was like, who the hell knocked off the soap thing? <laughs> and why is it not here? And I, I mean, I also think this may be like an HR issue because. You're defacing company property, and oh, here we go. Anything defacing? Wait, our building is all. But seriously, you just wanted to see if it was sturdy. Why would you? I rip mean, it why don't you turn wall? Ray in? Then he defaces property every day. His car leaks oil out in that garage. <laughs> oh my god! Raise your car leaking oil in the garage. Let's <laughs> deface property. Hey, don't know why I'm getting strays, and most of the week I drive my wife. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Your car's leaking oil out there? No, it was. Ray. I mean, deface the property, HR department. That wasn't purposeful, though. He didn't oh. go. Let's see how sturdy this concrete is, or well, let's see how. I, I didn't mean to rip it off the wall. Is that really, <laughs> you is that really it. the real answer? You really were testing the sturdiness? Like, really? Because that's not yeah, what an adult, per, that's that's not what adult person does. But are you all shocked by him not being an adult? <laughs> no, but I'm just no, saying, no, not really. I don't, that doesn't even pop into my head. Let's see how sturdy <laughs> this is. So I know, but this I can picture weak. him walking around just like banging Slapping things. things. Yes. Like, you guys don't ever do that? Like, he like hits the, when he walks to the door, he slaps the top. <laughs> Notre Dame. He like kicks things probably. <laughs> This is this makes sense. Like oh, I'm man. tracking this. Like, and we don't own the building anymore, so you've kind of like ruined somebody else's property. Are we ever moving out of this building? Have you heard uh, anything? They new? keep saying the end of the year, but let's keep it real. We hey, have no idea when. And if the soap dispensers aren't strong there, tell them to watch out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We got it, guys. Gonna be testing it as soon as we get there. Yeah, quality control. Can you just fix it? You broke it. Can you just bring a screwdriver up and fix it? Well, I don't think it's going back on with a screwdriver. Like there there are holes in the oh wall. Yeah. It's not going back on. I, it wasn't sturdy in the first place. We're going to need like a new dispenser, I think. What? No, it was it was sturdy because nobody had a problem with it. You should email. This is the, I don't know where my gavel is. Here's what the judge says. You need to email all the company 
And say it fell off the wall. And say I was you. I was testing the sturdiness yes, of the soap. I was testing the sturdiness good. of the soap dispenser. Email all. Yes, and it, email it came off. It came off and the it, wall. It came off the wall. It failed inspection. You were yeah. inspecting yeah, the sturdiness. It failed inspection. It's broken. Could we please get someone to fix it? Okay. It, send it to all because I want to. <laughs> we all want to see it pop in, our, in an email box. Okay. Okay. And let us know how that goes. And, I'm and don't test the sturdiness of stuff anymore. <laughs> stop touching things. Yeah, stop, stop doing stuff just to see. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, it's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bobby was asked to do a super cool opportunity with the Blue Angels, and he is basically having a huge debate about it because he's not sure if he should do it because technically he's very afraid of flying. He's been very vocal about his not wanting to fly, especially in a situation like this, but it's an opportunity of a lifetime. So what do you think he'll do? You can hear his whole debate about if he should do it and what the show thinks is going to happen. But let us know your thoughts, too, if you think he'll actually fly with the Blue Angels or if he might, you know, as Lunchbox would say, scaredy cat and not do it. Number five. I got an email. It makes me nervous. I want to read it to you. I handle PR for the great Tennessee Air Show, the U.S. Navy Blue Angels Flight Demonstration Squadron. will headline this year in June. But on Wednesday, June 7th, the Blue Angels will offer a key influencer a ride in its number seven jet, the one with two seats. Given Bobby's amazing support of St. Jude and other charities, we think he'd make an excellent candidate for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Do you think that he would be arrested? Uh, arrested? That's what it feels like. <laughs> Interested. Many thanks. They sign their name. It's one of those jets. <sighs> in their face, upside. Blue angels, yeah, like you baby. Might you up. might pass out. Yeah. Both. And I get really motion sick. Oh, man. And I'm also quite the pud. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, my instinct says, do I want to do it? I just feel like physically for me as somebody whose stomach is weak, who I get on an elevator, I get car sick. I can't ride in the back seat. Or I feel terrible for three hours. I don't like flying. That should tell you right there. The color blue, meh. I'm more of a red guy. <laughs> like everything about this feels wrong. But I also can't pass up this opportunity, right? Wow. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you should, but I'm shocked. Why don't you think I should? Because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. How cool. You said you don't think I should. Pass I don't it think up. you should pass it up. Okay. Oh, got it. So you think I should actually do I it? I think you should got do it, it but I'm it. shocked you're also considering it. I'm worried about you, though. You're going to look like such a sissy in front of these guys. Like, these people are tough, and they fly, and they do it, and they have fun, and you're going to be like, and you're going to look like a little sissy. I obviously have no problem with looking like what you a sissy because I have a whole TV show about me being a sissy called <laughs> Breaking true. Bobby Bones. True. So that part, and I'm not trying to be anything I'm not, but I mean, should I do it, yes or no, Amy? Yes. Because for your enjoyment or for mine? No, for your, like, this is something you're going to look back on okay. and be like, wow, so cool okay, I did okay, that. Okay, 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 okay. Eddie? 100% you should do it. Like they said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And these are the kinds of things you don't pass by. Like, you got the offer? Do this. Will you do it? I don't think you will. Well, that would be the second question. <laughs> so, but do you think I should do it? 100% you should do this. Lunchbox? No, it's a bad look for our show. It's a bad look for your image. <laughs> it's just bad, bad, bad when you get up there and puke all over everybody and pass out. I wonder if I do puke. Does it go over the other person that's in the thing? Oh, yeah. Does it go all over the window? Yeah. I'll probably puke. Oh, boy. Because I'll have to get the wind, inside windshield No, no, wipers. no, but you have a mask on, I think. I see him with masks on. Oh, that's on. true. I'll puke in the mask. I have to eat it back. Then you choke and oh, so you die. Asphyxiation. Oh. I mean, just imagine the news story. CNN. Oh. Radio host, TV host, pukes in the Blue Angel. I don't think that makes the news, though. Yeah, pukes. <laughs> well, if he, if okay, so two, on two to pukes. one. Ray? Maybe. Should, say, I, should I do it? No. Oh. What? You shouldn't do it? No, I mean, it's an awesome opportunity, but if you, your gut doesn't tell you, why are you doing it? I don't get it. I am scared to fly. Well, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yes, you should absolutely be doing this. You're you're never going to get a chance like this again, and it's only going to happen one time. Okay, will I do it? There we go. Because I'm not there yet. Amy? 
I'm trying to look up throwing up in a jet. <laughs> Why would you want to I, see that? I want to know what happened. No, I'm not to see what I need oh. to know what's... I want to tell you what, what's going to happen Do you think you. I'll do it? Yay or nay? Mm, you know what? For the sake of positivity, yay. No, not for the sake. Like, Do you really think you really do think it? I'll do your, it? Your gut tells I, you he's I, not going to do it. I, yeah. Uh, you think I will? Yes. Lunchbox? Let's no, go. No Betty? chance. I don't think you'll do it. You'll check oh, it out. Morgan? On. Yeah, I think you'll do it for the plot. You can post stuff on social media. It'll be great content. I do That's want a true. picture of me getting in the plane in that full suit. You're not going and, to space, Bone. But, if, I mean, but, but you're they, in a they, suit. they still give you a flight suit with like a, the mask and stuff. Oh, that's true. Maybe if they let me do that, then I can get off. I was going to say, <laughs> just take the picture and then get out. Ray? Oh, my God. No way, Jose. So three to two, do you don't think I'll do it? Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, your nickname is No Stones Bones, so. Oh, my gosh. One of the frequently asked questions is how often do Blue Angels crash? Oh, well, well, yeah. Well, just because it's a question. Why would you say that right now? <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> happened. It's happened before. <laughs> Maybe like I'm once under, out of 10 million times. I'm like under recently. FAQ. Also, nausea, disorientation, headaches. Well, that's, every, that's every car. In, I'm in the car. And then, and then incapacitated. What does that mean? Is that when your head gets cut, cut off? Out of it. No, that means you're, you don't have the ability to do decapitated. Oh, that. Decapitated. Yes. <laughs> like, whoa, decapitated. What in the world? Wow, you guys don't think I'll do it. Uh-uh. Mm. No, man, like like you said, you can't even get on an airplane and be like free without Maybe, Oh, I don't um, like flying. I don't like if, flying. If you take Dramamine, does that it help? doesn't work. I've tried my whole life. Dramamine? Isn't that for deep sea fishing? Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Sickness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Okay, well, I wonder if I could get somebody on the phone from that. Yeah, let's do it. Like one of the angels. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You guys don't believe in me? That's what I like. I do. No, no, no. You, you said, said for the, the sake of positivity. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. I said it on the best bits part one, and I will say it here that I think writing songs is a scam, and not because writing songs isn't really awesome and people write amazing songs, but because they don't make a lot of money from these. And I did not realize this until Mike and I had a conversation about it just this weekend, but on that best bits part one, but also Raimundo shared on the show this week, how much money he made from his vacation part two. And I was shocked. Like genuinely, I don't understand. You can hear for yourself how much money he made. Number four vacation part two. Which Raymundo was super proud. I got Abby to sing the background on. Ray, would you play it again, please? Yep. Ray was one of the writers. Eric Dodd is whose voice you hear here. And that's Abby, you're there. Ray, would you play your part for our listeners here? Yep. When you rap? Total streams, 10670 and he got his first check. How much did he get? $25. $35. I'm going 400 just because 400? I believe in him. <laughs> no way. Ray, who'd the check come from? BMI. They're the ones that do all the royalty payments for the writers. We're, just answer this question. Were you surprised at the amount of money? Shocked. Oh. Yeah, shocked us well, a little. shocked, but which yeah. way? Yeah, 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 shocked yeah. Down, 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 for sure. All, all, all that effort he put but into it. But listen to how good this song is. Play it from the beginning, Ray. This is vacation, vacation baby. Vacation part two, baby. Uh. I'd pay 25 bucks just to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can't nothing get us all fired up high. 
Come on, Jam. That deserves more than 25 bucks. Well, he's getting paid right now, right? With this, this play? It has to hit a certain point. Oh, How many yeah. people does he have to split it with? Who wrote, who'd you write it with, Ray? It was me, Dodd. I believe it was just us two. We might have threw another guy in there because he was a producer, even though he didn't write it. Oh, what about Abby? He didn't give her any credit? Well, she, Abby well, didn't, she write. didn't write the song. Bigger, so she made 50 cents. Okay, we're not talking about her. Lunchbox finds every opportunity to go after Abby. <laughs> Ray, how much you get? Went on to the website and checked my payment that came into my account. $15. Wow! Oh. Told you. <laughs> That's rough, man. I mean, dude, it's tough being a songwriter. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, Wait. we for sure lost money. Calculator. 10... Thousand, whatever. Streams. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's less. Oh, it's. I like, think it's 0.005 or something like that. Maybe three of a penny. Yeah, 003. Golly, that's crazy. Well, what is it? I, she gave up. She gave up. It was too small. I mean, did you see how she gave up? That's crazy. <laughs> y'all like that? Y'all already sorry, gave it up. She let those hang in there. Yeah, there'll also be other payments. The it's first real. one, though, is not the biggest. It's not? No. Yeah! The Once first, it gains steam. Yeah. But that's like <laughs> Once it catches on and goes viral. Yeah, so wait, Ray, did you get $5 because you had to split No, no, it? She, his version was 15 Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. Oh, so in total, they made 45 mm-hmm. No. Yeah. The song made 45 <laughs> <laughs> How much did it cost to make, Ray? Well, it was hundreds. Yeah. yeah. And they did a music video like in Oh, you did a music Georgia video down in Georgia on the lake. Some of that was covered as well, but we definitely uh, were in the red on this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to ask our listeners to do? No. No, I mean, 10,000 streams is good. It's fine. I'm not making people listen to music. What? Everyone does. You know what? There's so much to consume out there. You should be proud you got 10,000. That's awesome. I mean, 9,000 of it was us on the show. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, thank God I got another job. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be able to pay rent. Another job? This job. Oh. If I was just (laughs) a songwriter? Okay. Uh, Thank you, Ray. Sorry, buddy. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Pretty much everybody's on TikTok these days, and if you're not on TikTok, you're seeing TikTok videos on your other social media platforms. So we decided to share some things that we've learned from TikTok recently. It was a TikTok show and tell. And I'm just telling y'all, there's a lot of good life hacks in here. So get a pen and pencil or get your phone ready to make some notes because these things, they're going to help you out. Number three. It's time for TikTok show and tell. This started because Morgan's like, hey, I saw on TikTok that, you know those clips that girls, women wearing their hair. It's like the claw that kind of goes into each. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That when people get into car accidents and they're wearing them, doctors are like having to pull them out of their heads. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because so they smash the back of their heads. And yeah. yeah. Oh. It's not like if you wear a scrunchie, that ain't smashing into anything. Right. I go, me, I go all scrunchy all the time. <laughs> I don't do that claw. So I said, hey, come back and have something for TikTok show and tell. And I will go first. I've been doing a little, little Mr. Fix It around my house a little bit. I still haven't figured out the TV. Oh no! I went to the the, the, the plug-in. Yeah. There's yeah, no I'll button look. to push to reset it. Okay. There's no button. So I went to my fuse box. What's it called? Yeah, a fuse box. That's fine. It's called a fuse box. Circ- yeah, circuit box. What is Breakers. Break- okay, whatever that Breakers. is. Yeah. 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 Mean- and then there, I have no idea, so I got to call somebody. But I did fix the garage doors. And I also learned the many uses of WD-40. Oh. And I want to play this for you, right? This guy JMG8TOR. Jim Gator is how I would say it if I were saying it, has almost 2 million followers. He gives really useful home repair tips and even tricks you didn't know even existed. And this is all the things that you can use WD-40 for. 
WD-40. It'll clean your shower glass. It'll clean any glass. It'll clean your mirrors. It'll clean stains off your countertops. It'll take magic marker, permanent marker off your walls. It'll take spray paint off your vehicle. It'll take door ding paint marks off of your vehicle. Yes, it'll clean your stainless steel appliances. It'll get gum out of your hair. It'll get gum out of your carpet. It'll clean stains on your clothes. It'll clean gold, silver, copper, removes rust. I mean, it does just about everything. So if you didn't know, now you know. Next. Wow. WD-40. You can eat it. You can drink it. You can. Do- I mean, it just felt <laughs> wow. like you're going to go to all that. Hilarious. It's like what we used to think Robitussin did when you were sick. It fixed anything mm-hmm. when you were a kid. Just put, take some Robitussin. But some of that stuff that I found crazy was the hands, like taking marker off your hands or the wall. WD-40 can do that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. I think every parent or just me who works with a Sharpie every single day yeah. could use that. Oh, yeah, no, I'm I in the carpet. I mean, oh. on the coffee table. I'm going to try this. I have another one that was interesting about fabric softener because I learned, and, and I don't I don't wash much. I'll be honest with you. I ain't a lot of clothes <laughs> washing for me that's being done. So Jess underscore loves underscore target, which is Jess loves target because I want to give her credit, talked about how buying fabric softener and scent beads is a scam and it's actually bad for your washing machine and your clothes. Oh. Listen to this. Majority of repairs come from too much fabric softener, just fabric softener in general. It's killing your machines. It's coating your clothes in wax. And then they came up with scent beads. Ooh, let's do scent beads because they know women will fall for anything that smells good. You need two tablespoons of detergent or one pod Wash your clothes, use a little white distilled vinegar if you want to, that's what I do, and then wool balls in the dryer. Everything is perfectly clean and you're not ruining your machine. Do it, and I'm telling you, you will fall in love with it as well as save a ton of money. I like that. I, I didn't know, know that was causing the machine to, like, fabric softener was causing the machine to mess up. Well, me neither, but white vinegar, distilled white vinegar in laundry, especially for kids and their stinky stuff, it's amazing. You're going to smell like a pickle, though? Yeah, I, no. I don't, hey, don't mind if no, I do. No, no, no. No odor, <laughs> but it eliminates it. Tick, tock, show and tell. Amy. Okay, so if you have tarnished silverware, I saw on TikTok, when you're putting everything in the dishwasher, wad up a ball of foil and then stick it over where your silverware is. And then anything you put in the washing machine, but especially your silverware, is going to come out shinier than it's ever been before. Because something to do with what how the foil is made okay. and the soap and the hot water, it makes it, like, takes the tarnish out, which, I mean, uh, that's something a so lot of us do So ball up with. some foil. Make a ball, make it in fist, like the size yeah. of a baseball, and stick it in the little thing where the silverware goes. Yes. Like, stick it down in there. It's not going to move. And some the and then, chemical reaction between the soap, the oh, foil. Oh, you die of poison or something? Oh, yeah. No, because you eat, you... You you use fo- it rinses with hot water and takes yeah, it away yeah, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. you 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 wrap food in foil and absolutely it. It, it might be killing us I don't know yeah yeah here you. <laughs> all right all right next up tick talk show and tell Eddie okay so people that have kids you know the safety device on top of medicine bottles yeah you want that right right but if you're single and you don't have kids this is mind blown look you can take the top off of it. And then there's another top that's connected to the bottle. That's not childproof. So only the top part of the medicine bottle is childproof. So you can take that off and just leave the other one forever. Yeah. Without. How, do you, how do you take it off? You just pull it right off, guys. Look. So Whoop. could a kid do that? Well, yeah, they could. I guess it's kind of bad if you have kids. So you just throw right, all but the no, kids but, no, 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 no. But you keep huh. the you, childproof one on. You can, but, you know, once you put it on, it doesn't really work. It kind of just stays the way it's like. So what did, I, what did I learn here? Well, like if you just don't want to mess with bottles, like, oh, gosh, I can't open this. Just take the top part of, of it off, and then you put the, you screw it back on, and it's no longer childproof. You just put it. It's like a regular top. Got it. So the, the childproof cap <laughs> has two parts in it, and you yeah. can take. Got it. And once you take the top part off, it's no longer childproof, and you can just open it right up. Got it. <laughs> Lunchbox. 
tick, tock. Show and tell. Guys, I learned all about dumpster diving and what you can find. Salty Stella on TikTok, all she does is dumpster dive, and I mean, she finds everything. And this is her at Bed Bath & Beyond. All right, TikTok, we got this blender. We got that Shark Compact Vacuum, the Revlon Brush, Coffee Grinder. There are sheets and curtains. People ask, when's the best time to go diving? I always tell them anytime I dive at all different times of all different days. But the end of the month, beginning of the next month, you're sure to find some food. Half the time, it's not even expired, and it's perfect for donating to your local food pantry. Unbelievable. She had pots, pans, curtains. I mean, sheets. It was amazing. Why don't you go dive and let us know what you found? Yeah. Well, I can go dive, but I have to go outside of our county. Why? Certain counties, it's illegal. You got a warrant out for your arrest in this yeah, one? What? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. He's like, oh, I can do it, but not here. No, some people frown upon diving, which I don't understand. If you're throwing it frown away. Frown upon, though, is not illegal. Why can you not <laughs> dive? Like, I don't get it. If you're throwing it in the dumpster, why can't I go get it? If well, you don't like, want it. So, uh, food, for example, they don't want you getting the food and then eating it and getting sick or giving it to somebody else. They mm. get sick and it's because. It, but yes, I agree. But I mean, this lady gets all sorts of food. I mean, it was Love it. crazy. Years ago, I was in a couponing that one week. And yeah, you went to the dump. I went and I got in dumpsters and I found so many coupons. Yeah, I mean, then you never used people them. People just don't, yeah, yeah, I had a coupon but book. But it was coupons. Yeah, right, right, right. get a book. But I'm saying you never, <laughs> well, it's for I, stuff you weren't going to buy anyway. The, 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 I went to the grocery store and it just took me forever to oh, check God. out because yeah, yeah. I just didn't have a system. And I was like, well, this is exhausting. Ray, did you bring one in? <laughs> yeah, those annoying stickers that come on glasses, picture frames, mirrors, typically stuff with glass or kids' toys. You can never get off. You just use a blow dryer and they come right off. We've done it maybe for months and it's phenomenal. Like a golf club. It's on this stick and it's oh, hard to yeah. peel that thing off. That's where I know it from. That's a good one. So a blow dryer gets it off? Yeah, and the lady's name is Linnea, L-E-N-N-I-A-M-C, and she's the folding queen. So maybe she does different stuff on TikTok now. Morgan? I found out that solo cups, so if you want to measure a drink, the uh, lines on them actually measure beer, shots, and wine. So, like, the bottom one is a one shot, the middle one measures wine, and the top two are for beer. And so you don't need anything else to do it. Eddie, is your mind blown? Amazing. I've known that. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I had no idea. So are they like cups and ounces too, or is it just kind of shot beer wine? No, it's ounces. Yeah, okay. it's like it's, it's in ounces, but that just tells you exactly what they are. It's just drunks go shot beer wine when actually <laughs> it's just an ounces to That's begin with. That's legit. That's like good though. One ounce, four ounce, eight ounce, 12 ounce. Yeah, so awesome. cool. And did you know that the writer of Red Solo Cup never got anything from... The Red Solo Cup Company? Seriously? Uh-huh. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? They did They did that. Not even free cups? I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is Tick Talk Show and Tell. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tim McGraw is always a favorite of mine when he comes onto the show because he has so many stories to tell. And he stopped by to talk about his new music, the new album he's working on. But on top of that, he also shared why he doesn't like listening to his old music, why he doesn't watch himself in any of his old movie or TV show projects. But also, it was just good to hear from Tim talk about life and answer uncomfortable questions because that's all our favorite thing to hear because we get some really fun answers. Number two, it's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Tim McGraw is here. He sold more than 89 million records worldwide. I mean, he's that guy. He's won three Grammys, 19 ACMs, 14 CMAs. I mean, every song is good. You get it. His last five number ones, 7,500 OBO, I Call Mama, Humble and Kind, Shotgun Rider, Highway Don't Care. His most streamed songs ever, Humble and Kind. Where's Indian Outlaw? Not even on here. Not not for most streamed. I need to get to streaming today. (laughs) Here he is, Tim McGraw. The Friday Morning Conversation with Tim McGraw. You know, you know somebody when they come in and immediately start heckling you? <laughs> which, is, which is what happened. Like, Tim walks in and goes, hey, everybody, hey, Bobby, how about Arkansas, huh? <laughs> I can't help myself. Yeah, no, I, I, I felt that. Hey, when I saw you teasing a playlist, mm-hmm. it was like, I'm putting out a playlist. You should pay attention to it. And I was like, well, I don't know what's about to happen here. And usually, 
I can kind of call the shot and know what everybody's up to. Pretty novel new way to introduce the song that we've been playing today. Yeah, I mean, I I was shocked how quickly everybody got it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I would have gotten it that quickly had I not known about it. So the reason, explain that to people who have no idea what happened, because well, I, I was seeing on your socials, you're like, I'm putting out a playlist, which turned into this song, but talk about that. Yeah, we put out a playlist of, of a lot of songs, of, of my songs, and, and, the fun, and the first word to every song sort of spelt out what our new single was going to be. But the coolest part about putting that set list together is going back and digging in some of the old albums and finding some of my favorite album cuts. To, to like listening to an old song that you did and remembering how much you liked it? Remembering how much I liked it, yeah. And then, then cringing a little bit of how I sounded on it and wishing I could re-sing it probably was the, was the main, the, the worst part about it. But yeah, there's some songs. A uh, song on there, uh, I Guess You Get Used to Somebody, was always one of my favorites. I think it was off Set the Circus Down. It was always one of my favorites. So I, I don't go back and listen very often. The only time that I listen to, to something is, is when I'm getting ready to do, to do a new project, I'll go back and listen to the last record that I made because, you know, you, you never really finish a project. You just sort of get it in the barrel, so to speak. So I always make mental notes of things that I wanted to do better, things I wanted to improve, sounds that I wanted to improve, certainly singing that I wanted to improve. So I'll go back and listen and I'll go, oh, I remember I wanted to do something different here and I didn't get the chance to do it. So I'll, I'll remember that the next time I go in the studio to record. Do you, when you say you listen to something and you're like, oh, because I'll, we all do that, right? If I look mm. at old or listen to old shows or old, I'm always like, oh, man, I, I don't like how I did that there. But when you hear you and you say you cringe, is it because you don't feel like you sang as well? Or was it because maybe it was produced weird? No, not produced weird, probably more more my singing. Yeah, just something that I didn't phrase quite the way I thought I'd phrased it. I'd go back, like if I'm singing something now, like when we're in the, before a show, when we're in the dressing room, we'll sit down and play guitars and sing old songs and stuff and, and, I'll think that I'm singing it the way I remembered singing it. Then if I go back and listen to it, I'll realize that I'm singing it completely different. Do you think you're a better singer now? I think, I hope so. Well, I don't know. Uh, I hope so. You know, different, I guess, is is a better way to put it. I I think um, probably just my voice, hopefully my voice has matured a little bit bit over the years. Um, I, I go back and listen now and just think how much of a kid I sounded. Okay, that's fair. I would say when... Because you've been so generous to perform here many, many times. And when you sing, you still sound pure, meaning you don't sound like you're, how old are you, 48, 50? Yeah, 48. Whatever you are. I'm 48. You don't (laughs) sound. Let's just stick there. You don't sound like your voice has gotten older where other artists come in and they're like, I I don't have it, so I got to like take and change the key. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like your voice has gotten better. I think you're a better singer. You're, you're as good a singer as anybody that comes in here just about. And so, like, do you think you've just gotten better by doing it or stronger by doing it? And why is this thing not falling off? Why, why is your voice still good? I, is gosh. it all the, all the curls, all the rope, all the speed ropes? Maybe, or what? maybe it's the workouts. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's just I just love it so much. I mean, I, it's, and it's therapy in a lot of ways. You know, I, that's my therapy is when I get to go to the studio and sing these songs. You still like singing? I, I still like singing. I still, you know, there's nothing that beats a live audience and being on stage in front of people and performing. That's a, especially on a great night when everything's, whenever, that's one of my favorite lines in this in this song is uh, on, on nights like this, I catch a thunderbolt. That's what happens sometimes on stage. It's just, you know, so, not all nights are like that, but the nights when everything's magic are the nights that you live for. I mean, that's what keeps you going to the next night that's like that. What makes a night magic on stage? Because to us, 
you may have a terrible show or a great show, but we don't know the difference if we're watching for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, man, this is awesome. We're hearing all the, the, the big new songs, all the, the great songs from you know 90s, 2000s, 2010s. We're hearing all the hits. And we're just like, that was an amazing show. But you may come off and go, God dang it, man. That was not a good show. Like, What's the difference in a good show or a Thunderbolt, like you said? You know, most of the time, it's how your ears sound. I mean, when your ears are sounding great, that's when everything's great. When you're having to, if your ears don't sound really well and you're having to push really hard with your vocal to get any tone and get any feeling or get any soul out of it, those are the nights you feel like you're struggling, you know? So it's like the mix that's yeah. being, and sometimes it's just different. Some, and sometimes it's just different. You can have the same setup, the same everything, and every room's different. And But some nights you just have this perfect sound and the band's on, on target, you know, you're on target. The audience is there with you the whole time, and, it, and it's pretty awesome. But then, you know, you have nights. It's like, you know, I can remember one of my best basketball games. I had the flu and thought I sucked the whole game and went back and had scored a lot of points. But sometimes you hyper-focus because things aren't going right, and you have a better show than you think you had. Explain to our listeners, whenever you pull out your ear, like you sling it out, mm-hmm. you're not wearing it in. You're not actually mad at that piece of equipment. What are you doing there? Well, sometimes you're just not hearing well, and you're thinking maybe if you get some ambient noise in the room, you, you can hear a little bit better. And there are times that maybe you can't hear the crowd because my ears seal me off. Like mm-hmm. if we're doing, it, it, you really don't hear the crowd that much. Not that much, but we have we have crowd mics, so we can crank those up a little bit when we want a little bit more ambient. But sometimes you just take it out because you just feel good, everything sounds good, and you just want to take an ear out because it sounds good on stage as well, and you, and you do want to hear the audience a little more. Back to your high school basketball career. Most points you ever scored in a game? 52. No wow. way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? That was a freak night. <laughs> <laughs> how did you score? I mean, I know how 52 comes. I know how you add numbers and get 52. But like, were you playing a team? Well, first of all, where did you play? Were you a guard? I was a guard. Okay. Yeah, I was a guard. Were you a shooting guard? Uh, I wasn't a great outside shot. And we didn't have three points back then either. So oh, wow. yeah. why why that night? Was the game plan built around you taking advantage of somebody else? 52 is an amazing no, number. No, it's just one of those nights that you were just on. Everything was falling. Was the rim, did it look like that Sonic, <laughs> massive Sonic cup where it just looked gigantic and the, you couldn't miss? Uh, yeah, they snuck a woman's basketball in there for me. So <laughs> the small, small one? Yeah. Yeah, was, no, no, it was, uh, it was, you know, just have, every now and then you have those nights. You know? What did you average the in same high thing, school? Uh, my senior year, 27. Wow. Yeah. Do you talk about that often? No, gosh, that was a long time ago. I couldn't I couldn't hit a bucket on a prayer. I'm going to tell you who you are. You're Pistol Pete. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Imagine you score, you average 27 a night with no three-point line. Mm-hmm. Pistol Pete averaged 44 at LSU with no three-point line. Uh, yeah, he was, he was incredible. You know, it's funny, funny that you mentioned Pistol Pete. There was a while back that they were going to do a movie about Pistol Pete, and I was going to play him. No was, way. But that was a long time ago. Let's they do had, it. And, but he, he was like 6'5", something like that, and I'm, I'm like barely six foot on a good day. <laughs> so we'd had to put a lot of short people around. That's every Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> they can make that's it every, work. That's every, every Mission yeah. Impossible. That's what that is. You average over 25 points a game in high school. Were you the athlete in high school or were you the, the singer? I was I was an athlete. That was my whole purpose. Was, was I was a good student too, so I don't want to push that to the side. But but uh, yeah, I was an athlete. I'm, and whatever sport was in season was my favorite sport. For all children out there, uh, being a good student mm-hmm. is the way to go. Yeah, you got to yeah, be a good gotta student. Get that. Yeah. So did you play any other uh, Baseball? Baseball and football. Yeah. You, so you played football too? I did. What position in football? Wide receiver and defensive back. And so you played both ways. Big school, small school? Small school. Okay, because yeah. I played both ways because I only had 40 people on the team. Yeah, we didn't have very many people on the team. And when our basketball team, we were like a B school, but we were playing in quad A tournaments. So we were playing a lot of big schools when, when we were in high school. Did you, you catch many touchdowns? I caught a few touchdowns, yeah. What about baseball-wise? How good were you then? I was, I was a decent baseball player. Played shortstop. Yeah. 
Well, cannon for an arm? Uh, not much of a cannon for an arm. My, my elbow's pretty much shot. Rangy? Yeah. Were you rangy? I, I did, nothing got by me, but my first baseman saved me a lot <laughs> on my throws. Batting average your senior year? Um, I don't know my batting average, but it was up there pretty high. You gotta be kidding me! Yeah. I was the leadoff hitter. I'm going to talk about music. I forgot about his new song. I'm ready to just go deep into but, Tim McGraw's but, high school. But athletic. I tell you what, I, I knew the pitchers that I couldn't hit, so I learned to bunt pretty or, good or, or lean in, <laughs> yeah, take, yeah, take, take the, the, the shot. shot. Yeah. Standing room only is a new song. We're going to play this now. And so, what stood out to you the first time you heard the song, or maybe it wasn't the first time, where you're like, okay, this is one that is me. That is me. First time. First time. I mean, I'm pretty good about first time knowing whether I'm going to like a song or not. Usually the first verse, I'll, I'll know if I'm going to record a song. This one is just, you know, look, I've been lucky in my career to have some songs that, that I'm really proud of and that that have a lot to say. And this is one of those songs. Lyrically, there's not a wasted line anywhere in this song. It's just such a impeccably written song. And then the melody I love. So when you get in the studio and record, you're scared to death that you're going to go in and screw up a song. You know, Humble and Kind, for instance, I had for a year before I recorded it. Because when you hear Laurie McKenna sing with just an acoustic guitar, it just doesn't get much better than that. And so you're scared to death to go in and just mess up a great song. So this song, Standing Room Only, I wanted to go in. I had an idea of what I wanted the record to sound like, how I wanted it to come off. And every step along the way, the song just, just kept raising its head saying, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. And when we mixed it, it just sort of jumped off the board. And it's rare to find a song that has this much lyrical content and has this much meaning and says so much, but still have this sort of high energy to it. And, it, you know, it's rare to find that combination of not quite a ballad, not quite an up-tempo, but still deep lyrically and still moves. Get personal for a second? Real personal? Yeah. Super yeah. personal. Yeah. What would you eat for breakfast this morning? Uh, some cinnamon toast. And a cup of coffee. But real cinnamon? Like with real cinnamon? Yeah, this, but it's the kind that's pre-made that's got the swirl in it, the cinnamon swirl. So, but it's like, in okay. toast. I was thinking yeah. like some kind of organic cinnamon-flavored tofu no, crumbled on it. No, I mean, I, I try to eat healthy, but I have, I have plenty of cheat days. I'm doing that Whole30 right now. You ever done that? Uh-uh. Don't. Don't. You look, you look great. No need for you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just hard. Don't put yourself through it. Yeah, it's just, it's just hard. And my, I have digestive issues and it's a whole thing. But- if you're having a cheat on, you know, this Friday morning, can you do breakfast like that every morning? Can you just do cinnamon toast crunch? Would you ever? I, cocoa puffs. Okay, so similar. Yeah, cause, uh, I like, like cocoa, cocoa puffs. puffs. Yeah, but that's usually late at night. Mm, when I eat the that's cereal. when it comes? Yeah, it's usually in the mornings. is usually a protein drink or something before workout. Regular milk, whole milk? I, I like whole milk. Still, no, yeah. not almond milk, none of that fruit. Uh, fruit. I mean, I'll, I'll drink it if, if it's in the fridge, but I, I like whole milk. Are you somebody who will pour milk in a glass and drink it? I'll drink it right out of the jug. Oh. <laughs> that is disgusting. Well, it's just me and Faith in the house now, so. No, I don't care about the jug. Just drinking milk. Like, that. that's weird just to drink you milk. You don't put it on ice or anything? No, it's always cold oh. in the Milk freeze. on ice? What What's wrong with you guys? You guys are getting weirder as it goes. watered down milk. Man. Oh, I wow. love milk. Wow, wow. <laughs> hey, Eddie, what was your question for Tim? Yeah, so, Tim, you've I figure you've been everywhere, like, all over the world. But what is one place that you've never been and you want to go? Oh, well, um. There's a couple of places where, a couple of places you can't go to now, but I've always wanted to see St. Petersburg just because it's supposed to be so beautiful, but it, there's no going to St. No Petersburg. Chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance yeah. right now. They'll be in your phone. They'll, they'll uh, hack no, everything oh about you. I know. We can't take anything if we go over there, but Have that's Have you been place. to Russia? I've never been to Russia, um, and I'd love to see Israel and Petra. I would, you know. Would that be cool? I'd love to see all of that stuff. You've been to China? Yeah. I've never been to China. 
Russia. Been to Japan, but not to China. Oh, a whole different place. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. I don't think you want to go there right I, now either. No, I'm good. I like, I'm staying I'm here. I'm staying in the good yeah. old USA I'm for a while. I'm good. I feel yeah. good. Um, so another thing I had here, I saw a little stat here that said that you are, the since the 90s, you're the most played artist ever on radio. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Gosh. Of all. Wow. I didn't even make that up. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll do that. I heard this fact. That's that you're the most, and, and it's, and I talk about this because I'll, I'll be brought well, up. Well, it just shows how long I've been around. That's Well, what not just been around, but stayed consistent, consistently highly efficient and just producing hit after hit. And I'll, I'll go on some of these shows sometimes and, because I've worked in all formats of music, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll go like, hey, talk, like who is someone in your history of working in music or, and it's always you because you've been able to perform at a high level for a long time. Uh, and I feel like you don't get lumped in with like 90s country artists because you never went away because you didn't have to go away because you just kept smashing. <laughs> well, thank you. I, You know, I'm, I've been knock on wood. I've been none of that's wood, by the way. That's like that's like cushion. Well, that's your my, head. Okay, all right. Just make sure. Ask my wife; she'll tell you it's pretty wooden. Um, but yeah, I it, I just feel fortunate. You know, I, I I get you know great songwriters send me great songs. Um, I get to work with Byron Gallimore in the studio, who's one of the best in the world. And we've worked together since the beginning of my career. Um, you know, I, it's I, I feel very fortunate. I feel very fortunate to have the opportunity to record great songs. And to still get the chance for for people to hear them, you're also a big actor, obviously. But Amy's going through the process now, where she had a little role in the HBO, some she did pretty good, and so now she's like, you know, starting to audition for stuff. What is your advice to her about that? I, she, I mean, auditioning is tough. Gosh, it's it's uh it's the the hardest thing in the world. The things that I think that I've done the best at are the things I didn't have to audition for. But I, the best advice I ever got as an actor came from Billy Bob Thornton. We were doing Friday Night Lights, and I was scared to death because that was my first big movie. And I asked him for any advice he'd give me. He says, "If you think you're, if you think you're not doing enough, you're probably still doing too much." Is it also where? Because I mean, there are mics everywhere. You don't really have to project. You're just like trying to talk as a human, but also there are cameras, so it feels like your heart rates up. I mean, yeah, as it- soon as the camera starts rolling, man, every, your body defies you a little bit. But but you do. That's one of the things I had to learn too as an actor is not to not to try to talk to the camera that's way over there and realizing they they can hear you they have headphones on you got a microphone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if like pre-filming like you had to like do you do breathing exercises? Do you have anything you work through to just calm? No, I mean I, I I'm, I'm used to performing. Pretty, I'm pretty calm as long as I know know my words. But I have to say when you're doing a scene with Sam Elliott and you have to stare him down and sort of have a confrontation with him. That gets a little nerve wracking because he, he can stare you down pretty good. Do you wait from, for like an affirmation from like one of those hero type guys when you're done to hopefully, or like, cause I would be like, man, do you even like me? Am I doing a good job? Absolutely. Every time it's like, do you hate, like when you don't get anything back and they just walk off, you're like, did I suck? Did I just, <laughs> did I just ruin that scene for him? How you feeling about LSU football next season? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. My nephew just started at LSU. He's a freshman at LSU, and he just got initiated into my fraternity. He's a pike now, so so I'm pretty excited about LSU because he's there. I'm excited anyway about LSU, but I'm excited because he's there, and hopefully get to go to some games with him next year. Just going back to something we talked about a minute ago, and it includes acting. When they say, hey, we're thinking about doing the Pistol Pete movie, 
But Jamie, Pistol Pete, you familiar? Let me give you a quick little rundown. Well, I saw you did an Instagram thing. Yeah, I did a whole him. thing about him. I'm oh, like a you? massive, massive Pistol mm-hmm. Pete fan. Oh, uh, like wow. he was Showtime before Showtime. Like he yeah. was doing things with the ball, ball handling, shooting that yeah. people didn't do for 20 years. Yeah. Like was so far ahead of it. And, you know, then he played in the NBA. Actually, averaged over 24 points in the NBA. People don't give him credit. Yeah. They're like, oh, he was a butt. He averaged over 20. He was like you in high school in the NBA. Yeah. He no was, three point line till his final year and I still know, averaged that. Still did it. And he would throw up. Shots from everywhere from and make them deep. Yeah, deep shots. He was he was doing what uh, uh, Stephen Curry's doing now, shooting from way out there. So when they say we're thinking about doing this movie, and you're like, yeah, it'd be awesome. Is it disappointing when they go, never mind, we're not doing it? Um, yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to that. Did you start bit. practicing but, like ball handling? Yeah, stuff? I tried to try to practice my ball handling a little bit, but that was a long time ago. I'm too old for it now. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't get down the court. Once I was at a Razorback game, and they send a guy to come get me in a golf cart. And they're like, hey, we'll come get you because I was going to do some stuff on the field before the game. And I, like, I have a GA young coach picks me up, drives me in. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? I hadn't met him before. We drive up, and he lets me in, and he tells me his name. I'm cool, cool. He said, I'll pick you up on the way out. I get back in on the way out, and he's talking about his mom, and she was at the game. It turned, his name was SJ. And so I was like, huh? SJ? He's like, yeah, SJ Tui. And so he's like one of my dear friends now. And he's like running UCF, like Mm -hmm. head of football operations. But that's the real life son of from the blind side. Yes. And so I saw him post a picture of you two. He's like, I'm here with my my fake dad, you know, at like a show. (laughs) Yeah. He came to a show in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And so the blind side, the real young boy Mm -hmm. is like my friend. But there was obviously an actor boy. But did you get to know the family that well? At a little all? bit, yeah. It was Sean and Leanne. Like, yeah, I got to know pretty well. They were on the set quite a bit. And um, boy, Leanne, Leanne's got a big personality. She does. Uh, uh, Sandra Bullock nailed her. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she actually even underplayed her a bit. <laughs> do you look back at early acting like you do old music and go? Oh, I don't watch it. No, I hear you. Yeah, I don't watch it. I don't watch yours either. So no. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like four Christmases movie I've never seen. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I saw That's that. That's so good. That's but... such a good movie. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, like, you get. You get a version with your scenes just cut out, yeah. like you asked. Uh, that's, what, that's what I need. I remember. Why don't you watch? Why well, not once? Gosh, because all I see is the mistakes. Um, I, but I did see the trailer when it first came out. I, I took my kids were little, and we went to see another Christmas movie, and then. I didn't know the trailer was going to show, and then the trailer came up, and the first thing that popped on the screen was my big old pie face. And my daughter looked at me and said, she's dead. <laughs> you need to lose some weight. <laughs> You're like, geez, daughter, you need to find an allowance because uh, that's all dried up now. Uh, Tim McGraw's here. He's got a brand-new song called Standing Room Only. What do you... What is your theory on set list? Like, do you start with something new because they're ready for anything, or do you go with the hit first? I try to go with a banger first. To just set everybody off. Yeah, there's like a, yeah. I've seen you a few times and it's like a big build up. And then you go into, let me go through it. And it's a, I don't know. What is it? Uh, we, well, the first one, be, over the last year, we've been doing How Bad Do You Want It? That's not the one I remember. Oh, it's Truck Yeah. Truck Yeah. Yeah. That was a build up right there. That's that's always one of my favorites to open with. I felt like I need to smoke a cigarette when you were done with that song. I don't even smoke. And I was like, dang, I just went through it right there. But a set list is the hardest thing to put together. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's no easy task to sort of create a a theme, not a theme, but sort of a roller coaster ride. You know, you, you got to bang a little bit, and then you got to cruise a little bit, and then bang a little bit, then cruise. That's why I had to smoke bit. a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> we banged first. Uh, Lunchbox, what is your crossword? Pu- so Lunchbox got in trouble on the show because he doesn't pay it. He doesn't know how to look. He's uncomfortable, so he doesn't look at artists while we're doing interviews. 
He doesn't know what to do with his hands. So he just does a crossword puzzle every single time. Yeah, I'm not sure why you're here, but thanks for coming. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm on 55 down, and it's a bit of land surrounded by sea, and it's a four-letter word, and I can't figure a it out. Of land. A, bit, a oh. spit of land? Spit? A bit no, of land surrounded right. by sea. Okay, so it's not an island. It's That's too many. A bit of land four. surrounded by sea. Any other le- letters? Could that be no. an isle? Like an I? I-S-L-E? That, it could be an isle. Or K? Isle, how do you spell a that? Key? I-S-L-E. A key? I S L E. Like C A Y? No, no, no. Four. Four, four, four letters. letters. Four letters. Isle. Why are they always so hard? Can you give us one like animal that barks? Isle. That's it. Yeah. Number one isle is. There we go. <laughs> do they just shorten the island? Like, what is that? Like, why don't they just call it an island? Maybe because, because it's it smaller. wouldn't be four letters. True. That's a great call. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, the next thing you get to do is look up Isle. Well, I know it. It's a bit of land surrounded by sea. No, but why? Look up why it's called that. Fewer letters, smaller. Thanks, Tim. You're good to go now. All right. That's that's a what kind of crossword puzzle are you doing? USA Today. (laughs) Now he's mad though. They're wanting to charge him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They give me one free one, and then they want like money for the rest of them. I'm like, no, I've been doing these for free, and now you want you get me with one. Then the next day, it's like, ah, you want it? You got to pay for it. That's yeah, kind of like a streaming service. Yeah, a bunch of jerks. <laughs> bunch of, <laughs> all right, here you go. Uncomfortable questions from listeners before we let Tim go here. These are questions listeners sent us. How much can Tim McGraw bench press? Oh, I have no idea. You don't bench press at all? I do, but I don't know how much. I don't do a, I don't do a lot of heavy weight. I'm, I hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you do, though, if you're... What's a heavy light weight you do? Two, uh, a plate on each side? 135? Yeah, 135 probably. Yeah, pretty weak. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I'll probably do like one... 70 or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that much. Yeah, what probably. is good or what is considered high? It's for, depending on how much you like, weigh. Yeah, yeah, I mean. It's all relative, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'd be scared to throw too much weight. I'm serious. I'd scared I'd hurt, tear something. I have. Have you? Yeah, because I'm an idiot. Uh, well, I try to bench 175. I, yeah. My elbow, I've had elbow surgeries and knee surgeries and broken you, feet. When I mean, winter comes, does it hurt? Everything on me hurts so bad Everything in the winter. hurts. Yeah, when a front's coming through. Every, I mean, you can. that's when you can tell. All those football injuries and all those basketball injuries and all those injuries start fl- fl- flying back at you when the, when a front's coming through. All my, these Just, fingers I broke playing high school football, as soon as it's, the front's not even here yet. And I'm predicting the weather. I'm mm-hmm. like Ned Permian, Arkansas Channel 7 weather. It's like, okay, I can tell it's about to get cold. My fingers won't bend. <laughs> that's that's just the way you should just do the weather every time. Well, my fingers are, bit, are hurting. <laughs> Don't even so. need a green screen yeah, for that. Yeah. All right, question two of five. What percentage does Tim McGraw tip at dinner? Probably around 30. Okay. Does Tim McGraw shave his chest? Occasionally. Has Tim McGraw ever signed a body part that a fan got tattooed? Uh, yes. And then finally, did you sell an island? Yes. Nice. I want to sell an island. An isle. Oh, an isle. An isle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to have an island so I can sell it. I'm not even to having one yet. But dang, you still love the water? Is that still I, I the- do. I, I haven't been in the water in a while, but I, I, I miss it. I miss being in the water and spearfishing. I mean, that was something... Uh, with the warm boys, they would come down with me, and we'd spearfish eight hours a day. I mean, it was it was it was my passion for a while. So I got to get back to it. I was talking to the warm brothers; they were over at my house, and we were talking about the song that you, Urban, and Taylor did together, uh, Highway, don't, Highway don't, care. don't Care. And they had said that you really felt you could get Taylor, but so because of that, you waited like a year. Yeah. Why? So why? I mean. Great move because it worked out in the end. But so you had a feeling if you just waited, that would have, like you could get her on a. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just thought it was she was a perfect person for that song, um, and we had never done anything together, so it was just a matter of just finding the right timing for for both of us to be able to do it. Listen, he's got a new song out, and for Keith too. I wanted. I mean, definitely she, wanted Keith on there. Her first song was Tim McGraw. 
hey, but she don't owe him crap. Like, you know I, I, I mean? know. <laughs> didn't, didn't get any residuals on that. <laughs> His new song is Standing Room Only. Um, so you're going to enjoy this song for a while. We're going to watch it fly up the chart and be another monster hit, most likely. So, I mean, are we on a whole new season of McGraw music? Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, Gosh, finishing up the album now, you know, all the final mixes and... All How many songs will you cut fully, and then will you cut them down, or will you only cut the ones you're going to use? I ooh, I cut around 30, probably, and and I hate... that. That's hard, too, because, you know, I, I don't take anything in unless I like it. So to, to call them down to the ones that don't make the records pretty... always leave stuff on the floor that, that I love. But what do you do with those songs that are fully finished that you don't use? Will you put them in then after you die, we release them and keep making Tupac money or what? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully yeah. my kids will be able to make some money yeah, off of them. Yeah, talking if somebody about. else doesn't cut them first. R.I.P. McGraw, the album. <laughs> and then we put out all those songs. Uh, so you're going to be playing the Final Four Fan Fest in yes. Houston with, speaking of Keith Urban, Keith Urban, Little Big Town. So uh, since Arkansas will be in the Final Four, I'll probably be there. Can I get free tickets? Yeah, come on. All right, cool. We'll See? take care of you. <laughs> All right, TimMcGraw.com. He's got a bunch of festivals, upcoming shows, but mostly today it's about new music. Standing Room Only is the new song, and there he is, our friend and yours, Tim McGraw. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. And, of course, in this number one spot, the most crazy, chaotic, controversial, maybe, bit of our week was the IQ test and the results. So there were six of us show members that decided to take this. Myself, Scuba, Ray, Lunchbox, Eddie, and Abby all took this test. And we were going to see who's the smartest on the show. Basically, who's the champion and who's the champion. That was the last place because Bobby didn't want to say anybody was dumb or not smart. We just champion and champion. And we have those results. And I'm not proud of what happened in this IQ test results, okay? I'm just going to say that of myself, but I was never a test taker. And I still took the test. I just wanted to see for myself, but I'm not proud. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Number one. Time for uh, the winner of the old IQ test. Come on. <laughs> so six of you took the test. Yeah. The winner makes $100. Yeah, and it's crowned smartest on the show. Oh, yeah. No, Genius. you're not smartest on the show because I didn't take the test. And neither did Amy, neither did no, no, Mike. No, no, Amy was scared. Neither did Mike because he had to run I it. Was. Um, you're crowned champion. Excuse me? They're crowned the champion. Yeah, not, they're the champion yeah. of the and, of and, and the loser's the champion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's more important, being the champion or the not being the champion? I don't not know. Not being the champion. I think probably. so. Probably. I would think that'd be more valuable. Now, there are a couple things I want to say about this test. So, first of all, after the show yesterday, everybody that was taking it, all six of you stayed, and you were administered a test on paper with a pen. Mike watched over you as a proctor. 100%. So... We're going to go through the order, and here's the problem. There's a little problem with Uh-oh, this, just problem. so you guys know. This was an IQ test for fourth graders. We thought it was just a general IQ test. For fourth it graders? It still counts. There's still a rank, a ranking. All right, here we go. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for the order? I'm going to tell you who's going to— Hold on. Hey, just relax yeah. for one second. Take a couple deep breaths. Sorry, I'm so hyped to be— We decided to do an IQ test with members of the show, and not only were you given the points for right or wrong, but also— if you turned it in earlier, <gasps> that was a that was points for early. Now, whoa, if, you, whoa, if whoa. you did terrible and you did early, it's not going to help you that much. Let's go. But it's not a time where there was an ending to it. But you, there was no time limit. You could have done it for ten hours. But if you if you finish earlier, <laughs> you are He's re- upset. you're rewarded as well. Were you the last one to finish? No, but <laughs> whatever. No one told me I could turn it in earlier to get better points. But you turn it in when you finish, right? No, I double check my work. That's Wait. great, but that's something you should do, right? That's no, I'd rather get better bonus points for being early. <laughs> it's not bonus; it's part of the scoring. 
So this test is meant for fourth and fifth graders. We do have the order. Lunchbox, I'd like to hear who you think finishes first. Lunchbox. Okay. I'd like to hear who you think finishes last. Morgan. Okay. That's rude. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Who do you think finishes second? Scuba. All right. That's all we need. Let's go. Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous. There's six people. Let's go to fourth place. I don't know who it is. Uh, we have an envelope with a number four on it. I have not seen the result. Let's go. <laughs> That's not me. At number four, finishing. Not winning the money, but also not last. The person is fourth place. Ray Mundo. Hey! hey! Middle of the road, Ray. I will gladly take that. Yeah. Oh man, I had Ray Mundo fifth. Let's go. Okay, fourth place. Raymundo, anything you want to say? Um, yeah, it probably separates me by one or two questions. Not worried about it. All right, there you go. Good. Let's pull another one out of the box here. Want to do six? No, let's not wait, do six. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Champion? That would yeah, be the champion? champion. Let's do number three. Okay. Yeah. Number three will be Eddie. Top three, top 50%. A, one spot ahead of Raymundo. The IQ test. It'll be Eddie. That could be me. That is you. At number three. I'm so nervous. Come this is on. crazy. Okay. <laughs> oh no. What is it? Why are you laughing? Producer Eddie. Oh. Boom. That's what I said. Oh, dang, Boom. dang, Boom. dang, dang. Woo! So above average. Yeah. Slightly above. Guys, it, it's obvious now. I'm the champ. It's already written I mean, in the. Let's not write out Scuba Steve. So we have. Oh, we eliminated Scuba. He's second. Eddie at three, Raimundo at four. Hey, and Morgan. Let's do five. Okay, that will and be. No, stop guessing on all of them. It's going to be confusing. All right, let's do five. This is uh, next to last. <laughs> oh, that ain't me. <laughs> Come on. Opening the envelope. That's not you. You're the champion. I guarantee I ain't champion. At I only missed three. At number five. <laughs> He's laughing. Five out of six. Laughing at, at number five, not the champion. <laughs> but almost. But at number in. five, Morgan. Hey, oh, hey, I'm yeah. not the champion. I'll no, no, take no, no. it. Morgan, you I can't be happy. Okay. Yes, yes, I will. I will take Abby's the champion. Abby's the champion. No, <laughs> you were wrong. Your guess was wrong. Abby is the champion. Okay, we have three left. We have. Oh, we have three left. Number one, the champion. <laughs> We have number six, the champion, and if for some reason number one can't fulfill their duties, number two. Okay. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought there was only two left. <laughs> okay, and he's the IQ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're the champion? All right. Whatever. Hey, what, okay. what place are you? So. Three. I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm on the podium, though. That's okay. Still lost to me. We're going to play a song and come back. To oh, come on. So we're going to do champion first. <laughs> well, I can sit back and relax. That ain't me. This could be you, though. No, I missed three questions. The only person that knows the result is Mike D. And I showed you guys what he sent me last night. It was all blacked out. Like, it's who it was. I feel like we're the CMAs, and they have that legal, like the attorneys who won't let anybody see the results. Yeah. Okay, number six. This is the champion, the lowest score on the IQ test. Oh. A.K.A. the dumbest person. Well, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, but dumbest person. Eddie, you might as well get a get the camera on the glass room because we want to see their reaction when their name's announced. <laughs> not going to happen. The champion at number six. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you nervous, Abby? Yes, I'm shaking. Don't be nervous. Are you more nervous that you might be the champion or that you might win? Oh, both. Okay, oh, both. I don't know. It's going to go one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. The champion. Number <laughs> six, the champion. 
Scuba, how do you feel? A lot of people think you're the winner here. Yeah, uh, that's what puts a lot of pressure on me because I don't want that. I, I don't do want mean? to be last, and I don't, I don't want to put, let you guys down. I guess. Okay, you feel like you're letting them down if you're last. If I'm, oh, everyone put my name in the hat as the winner. Yeah. Lunchbox, any chance that you're last? No chance. I missed three questions. The champion. <laughs> it ain't me. Okay. I got it. On, I got it on Lunchbox. It's not me. <laughs> Come on! Oh my god. It's Abby. No. <laughs> Dummy. It's you. No. Wait. Oh no. In last place. Oh no, it's no the champion, Scuba Steve. Oh, no! No! Oh, you guys are so dumb! Hey, but to be fair, I was the only one that had to walk away because an insurance adjuster was here oh, yesterday. Oh, you had to leave the middle of the I, test? I had to leave the middle of the test to go deal with an insurance guy for like 15 minutes, and so my that concentration is, was thrown That's off. absolutely something. Oh, no, it's not. He got yeah, dead it last. It's not like he got second, so he missed it by a couple questions. He got obliterated, guys. All these idiots picked him as the winner. That shows how dumb they are, I well, except for Amy. Well, to be fair, listen, he got pulled away. I think I do oh, think that's, but yeah. still, you're the champion. I, 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 I was here and witnessed that. He did have a... Wow! There were also complaints that during the test, mm -hmm. Lunchbox was like asking people for help. What does this word mean? Yes. Like you can't do that. You'd be eliminated. You'd be kicked out oh, immediately. Oh, stop it. Yeah, Everybody was goes, making comments. Ray was making comments. Eddie's making comments. Don't act like I was Did the you only ask one. for help? No. Did Lunchbox ask for help, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, it how was do you say this? It was a joke, you He fools. just kept yelling. Nobody can concentrate. He just kept wanting to talk hey, the whole time. You know what? When you're a genius, you block all that out. All right. Wow. It's want, it's so already, we have two left. We have one and two. It's it's you know who the winner is? It's Lunchbox and Abby. It's this no is chance. crazy. This is crazy. If it's legit scoring, I won. Well, it's legit scoring. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? Abby, Eddie, how do you Eddie, feel Eddie, like Eddie, you did? How many do you feel like you missed? Ten. No, five to you ten. You missed ten? Five, five. Well, you finished second, so you did well. But there were 30 questions. He's, Lunchbox is claiming he only missed That is two absolutely or three. not true. I, mean, I missed didn't three. know what any question even meant. There's no way he didn't. Did Lunchbox miss more than three, Mike? Okay, he did. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> okay. Did I miss more than a lot more no, than no, three? No, you said more than three. Uh, okay. That's what I thought. Here I want to know about that IQ question. You want to do second place or first place? No, first place. Give me the champion envelope. Let's go. Pull my name out. Let's go. Right. Get who, the camera wait, on me. Who ready? Finished, get my song ready. Oh my gosh. Who finished first out of them? Like who turned it in first? Oh, that would be me. I was the first of the day. You oh, that's know. a great. Mike, do you have the scores? We'll do it after, do it. Okay, we'll do it after. Okay. okay. Let's just crown the champion. Quit stalling. Let's go. In first place. Mm -hmm. Woo! And if we were going to make this a bit, which I said we would not make it a bit, we'd be legit. We'd have put you at sixth. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, but, but we, we would. We, but we didn't do that. And you better get ready. I'm thinking every teacher. <laughs> so you're going to have to stay here a while. Every teacher yes. that you had? He yep. is from elementary In to high school. In first place. I can't even see who it is yet. Yep. No, he will. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh first boy. place. Yeah, just look up. Don't even, don't even look. Oh, my and God. And just throw it up there. Okay. Yeah, just throw it up there. Just throw it up I'm there. I'm not even gonna look. I'm just gonna flip yeah. it on yeah, you yeah. guys. Just flip it on My me. My eyes are I'm not looking. Let me react. I'm gonna flip it up. And you guys just react. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, come In on. In first place. <gasps> no way. Oh. Oh my God. No way. It's upside down. Abby. Abby. Oh. Abby. You underestimated me. Let's go. Abby first. No the genius. And second. Let <laughs> make sure Lunchbox's name is in here. I don't believe it. Second, lunchbox. Okay. That's a good so... score, lunchbox. Hey, not bad, dude. I'm actually shocked that he got second. Me too. <laughs> Me too, Abby. Was it down to questions or time? Um, so, if you're fourth graders. Uh-huh. Which we're not. <laughs> um, Abby would have a, a 115. As a fourth grader, you'd have a 115 score. Riches. That would make you high average. Oh, wow, Abby. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dang. Um, lunchbox right below her, 110. 
I, I'm not buying it. That's a fourth grader. Eddie, 105. Raymundo, 105. You guys were very close. All of you guys were really? very close. Eddie was the first to finish and got plus nine points. And I still And you still didn't win. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Okay, thank you all. Congratulations, Abby. Woo, thanks. $100. Oh, yeah, I got to pay her. Dang it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me this weekend on The Best Bits. It's always fun to have y'all. And be sure, I know, as I keep saying repetitively, Morgan, please stop saying it. Check out The Best Bits Part 1. I was with Mike D this weekend, and we shared our New Year's resolutions and how those are going. And basically, Mike revealed they haven't been going great for him. But he did change things up, and we talked about how the world is a scam. Everything pretty much is. It's fun stuff. Whether you can laugh or relate to it, I hope all of the things happen. And be sure to hit me up on social media at WebGirlMorgan with your thoughts, opinions, share things from stuff you listen to. If you want to just have somebody to vent to, you can also reach out to me there. I love hanging out with y'all there. So have a fabulous weekend, guys. I love you. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.